Welcome to the Gentle Birth Podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Donegan. I'm a midwife, mom, and founder of Gentle Birth. Join me each week to hear inspiring, uplifting birth stories, learn helpful tips, and get advice from parents and professionals supporting you on your journey to parenthood. Your positive birth begins here. Welcome to the Gentle Birth Podcast, David. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, my name is David Hickey. I'm living in Ireland and I'm a father to two children, Sive and Oren, and married to the beautiful Mary Ty. So David, tell us a little bit about, I guess, your experience of birth. And I understand that you chose home birth. So I'm sure our listeners would be really interested to, to learn more about that. My wife actually merely did all the reading and I suppose the bit research on us at the start. And so she suggested it to me. And I thought, okay, I'll try it a little bit, kind of, okay, what exactly is involved here? And then um, when we met the midwife, I was convinced definitely one of the best things we ever did. Like, uh, it's definitely recommended to anybody. And oftentimes when I'm speaking to parents about their plans for birth and the option, if they have the option of home birth or hospital birth, there, I guess there's a lot of fear around home birth uh, when you don't, I guess, understand how the midwives are trained and how skilled they are so I think sometimes there's a perception that the midwife is just going to show up in uh, with crystals and incense and so so tell me about your experience of meeting the midwife and how that reassured you yeah and I suppose home birth sometimes is drawn in that kind of realm of mysticism midwife that we we met was absolutely amazing like she was really good so she was so professional Mary Cronin is I suppose well known in the area here and she was just really good at giving all the answers to any question we had and very honest answers like you know so around what would happen if um or what would happen to us if something happened with the baby and stuff like that and I just felt really reassured about what way they delivered the service that I thought why wouldn't I do this like they just seem to have really checked everything in order to be prepared for the day that it definitely isn't the the hippy dippy kind of side of it all. And what what particularly drew you to home birth? I guess after you'd, I guess Mary had done some research and and shared it with you. Is, I guess, have you had? Do you have? Have you had a bad experience in hospital, or what was what was the difference? Do you feel in the kind of care that you received at home? All right. Yeah. Well, see, I suppose in general we always look at options for ourselves just to see like what else is out there. And Mary's brilliant at doing research, like so she's always looking around and seeing what else is out available. I suppose sometimes I'd just be thinking of running the mill stuff when it came to definitely with pregnancy I think dads have a tendency to fear more yeah when we looked at the options we saw the home birth system was really interesting and it was it was part of the hospital system here in Cork which is amazing and so we kind of went right okay well let's talk to the midwife so whereas I may have had some kind of apprehension around it at the start because of my lack of knowledge around us once I spoke to the midwife who was absolutely brilliant and yeah so like the, the home birth system like it was the continuity of care that they have you know that we had all the prep work before the birth we obviously had the same midwife then all the way through the birth and then 
the continuity of care then afterwards, like with the postpartum stuff, was amazing. It was suppose it was that link between having a home or a midwife all the way through the system, and so we really got to know her by the time the baby arrived. And you know, they don't they don't take the risks like they they really kept prepared for us, but they also monitored everything as it goes along. So it meant then that if anything changed, they were talking to us directly. And uh, yeah, I I just can't fault it. Like it was it was amazing. I suppose professional experience but for us personally like to be able to stay at home and do everything as much as we can it was great and how did how did friends and family react when they heard you were having a home birth oh yeah well friends of mine in work now were freaking out because uh, I worked with all men at the time and they just thought I was bonkers and why would you put your wife at risk and all that kind of stuff like so and I suppose I was a bit shocked about how they reacted family are always quite supportive of what we were doing and to the point actually friend we had two friends and Mary's mother was here for the birth and so that was really good and yeah so like one one of the friends is a doula and so she was she was really helpful yeah I, I'd recommend a doula for anybody who's considering home birth like or hospital birth both by the way but yeah again that carried through then into the postpartum stage as well so yeah I was a yeah I don't think we got too much criticism mainly from men I think men are probably as mysterious as shocked by the idea as I was probably at the start it's a shame really that David tell us about the two very different birth experiences that you had at home okay yeah the first birth was brilliant look as a dad I suppose I was just amazed at how how much is involved uh, but we were ready uh, we did the reading the midwives organized us and everything like that but the first birth ended up as a transfer into hospital so we did the beautiful home birth experience Mary went into labor while we were in a restaurant having some food and we had a lovely meal there with family and friends and then we went home and it was just me and Mary there and everybody went to bed but we stayed up darkened the room had the tens machine on we had a kind of a candle lighting some music and so all the stuff that we'd learned in i suppose the birth preparation class with gentle birth that really gave us the tools to be ready for us by six o'clock the next morning i was exhausted mary was still going through the surges but she had been falling asleep in between them which i was amazed at like you know <laughs> like she's always a good sleeper but like this was amazing that she was able to sleep in between the surges but then when the midwife came down to me at six in the morning i got to go back to bed for a few hours and she looked after mary and made sure she had a shower gave her some breakfast and everything like that and we just went through a load of stuff throughout the day we had the pool on we played music we were dancing around the kitchen a bit and it was just really interesting that we were able to do all of this at home and mary being able to move around and have the comforts around her and me have the comforts and like it was just amazing but unfortunately it went on a bit too long and so the midwife again this is where they're supposed monitoring everything um, throughout the day. And she said, like, look, at this stage now, uh, we think you have to transfer into hospital. And as much as we were kind of prepared for it, we didn't really want it. So she thought, gave us enough notice so that we didn't have to make a, a decision in five minutes. She just told us that if things don't progress in a certain amount of time, that we'd probably have to start considering it. And that's when we had the time then, I suppose, just between the two of us and talking about what options are there we ended up then having to go in but once we got into the hospital again it was it was i suppose a simple enough system like within three hours the baby was born and it was it was absolutely amazing like that was where i saw the i suppose the strength in mary you know to be able to go through all of that like she'd been up for 
over 24 hours and she'd been pushing through a lot of that and I just thought wow that's a, that's amazing so we were kind of still undecided about the name of the the baby and of course when she was born and we realized it was a girl yeah I kind of thought I have no right to be <laughs> arguing with Mary over what name she wants to pick because she really did put in all the work and I was I, I was there as a support and but Again, without, I suppose, gentle part tools, um, I wouldn't have really known how much of a support I could have been. I probably would have just stood there holding her hand, whereas I had enough or ideas. So, Dave, do you mind if I ask a little bit more just about the transfer? Because I think when when parents are planning a home birth, I think that's a, that is a big fear at, at the back of everybody's mind that what if we have to transfer? So can you tell us a little bit more about what dilation was Mary transferred at and what kind of reception did you get at the hospital? When we were doing the home birth scheme, the midwife, Mary had said to us, like, well, Mary Cronin, that is, rather than Mary, my wife. So Mary had suggested that we go to the hospital tour uh, so we're familiar enough with the hospital. So if anything happens, that we had to go in. And that was great advice. We had also been told on the Gentle Bear program, like, you know, to do some meditation. And there's that brain training element of preparing yourself for all eventualities and being able to react to them and accept certain, I suppose, certain tasks that came up because something else didn't go according to plan. And that's what we were doing. So as much as we were disappointed about the hospital transfer, we were kind of ready for it as well. And once we got in there, the staff were brilliant. They were very welcoming. It was a fresh crew. We went in just as the, the shifts had changed. So they were all bright and fresh. And it's probably what we needed rather than the ones at the end of the day. Uh, because we were all, we were exhausted from both the home birth part of it, but we just they were brilliant at giving us the drive to keep going. Yeah, and I think we had the music. We brought the music with us. We brought we brought the, some kind of electric candles and little snacks, and we had essential oils. And Mary makes up essential oils, so that she we were able to use them. And Elmarie, our midwife, was able to come in with us. So that was that was. And helpful because it was that continuity of care all the way through. Fantastic. And tell us about your second experience. The second one, Oren, was so fast. <laughs> we didn't even have a chance to do the pool on this one. It kind of kicked off about half ten at night. We were just sitting with our daughter and yet the surge has started. So we started making our way. Uh, Mary wanted to be downstairs. And so we went down, down to the living room where we were setting up the pool but the midwife had kind of given me a nod that this isn't going to happen uh, that we wasn't going to get the time to put up the pool or to fill it really and so we just again used the acupressure points and we were trying to really as keep Mary focused I suppose on her ability to get through it because it, you could see that was really intense for her like you know and we had a doula again the same doula as their first child yeah she was brilliant yeah she really looked after Mary while I was trying to I suppose organize the room and then once we had the room set up yeah we just got into it the midwife was I suppose coaching Mary through the birth process while I was supporting Mary through it and the doula was supporting me and it was just a nice team effort and but like within three hours, I was holding my son on the sitting room uh, on the couch, like, and it was just, yeah, it was amazing. He was he was born so fast, and again, Mary struggled for a part of it because it was so it was so fast and so strong. But some of the tips that we got with the gentle birth as well was that we were to have, I suppose, as the dad, I was supposed to try and, you know, keep the encouragement going for Mary when she's getting uh, stuck at certain points. Like, And one of the things that I learned was is that, you know, the encouragement, you know, say you're doing well and all that kind of stuff. 
which I thought, yeah, okay, I can say it, but like, how much of a difference is that going to make? But when Mary, when we spoke about the birth afterwards, she told me that when I was whispering that into her ear during the, the surges, that she felt like it was a whole stadium of people cheering her on, and it really helped her push through. And I thought, that, that's amazing how such a simple tool could really have such a great effect on her. And like, look, Arnold was nine pounds and 15 ounces. Like, so he was a big baby as well. Some people would say, but Mary loved it. I, after he was born, Mary just was in such glee that she was going, oh, that was such amazing. Oh, let's do this again. And like, it just cracked laughter around the room because we just thought this is, yeah, this is what we all saw as a lovely experience. Oh, yeah, it was great. That sounds absolutely fantastic. I'd like to hear more about what what kind of comfort measures did you use at home? Because a concern for anyone who is planning a home birth is that, well, there's no epidural available. So what did you do? What did you help Mary with to, to keep her comfortable during those two very different experiences? Yeah, and in both experiences, we looked at the pool which was a brilliant one in the first. Uh, so for Sive, it was a brilliant experience in that Mary was able to sit in the pool and relax in it throughout the day. And we kept topping it up with warm water just to kind of keep it comfortable for her. Hot towels as well on our back. The doula suggested that at one stage and Mary got just such an amazing amount of relief from it. It was, it was great. And then we had aromatherapy as well. We were dancing. Uh, we did some acupressure points. We had, I suppose, the the food, like giving Mary food was was important to keep our strength up. Like, and we had water. She, oh, she had a shower at one stage and that really brightened her up. And I suppose it, when you think of it, it works for everybody. <laughs> like having a shower really helps keeping things going. But yeah, Mary really found the shower amazing. Yeah, with Aaron, it was the second birth was much faster so we didn't have the pool part but we were able to do certain things like the double hip squeeze that she was able to do that was able to relieve some of the pressure that she had or the pressure that she felt and that was that was amazing to see that work now again the doula showed me how it can be done and I suppose it was me then putting the pressure in and the strength and I just watched Mary all the time just to see what she felt was right and what wasn't I suppose I let her guide like I was watching her go through the process and I thought if I'll try this this and this are certain things and then if she liked it we did it and if she didn't then we stopped and we tried to think of something else and so obviously at the early stages she was able to tell us what she needed whereas the later stages um, she was really trying to get into the zone of birthing the baby but we were trying to support that that process then and Pool is great if you have the chance to do it. And um, oh, we use the TENS machine as well. And we also had gentle bear tracks, like along with the music on the phone, we had uh, gentle bear tracks. And that's gone to an app now, which is even better for transferring in um, or for staying at home. And Mary finds them brilliant because she was able to do the prep work beforehand so that she was familiar with a lot of the, the tracks. And then while the birth was happening, she was able to relay those um, tracks back to her again. There's just so much out there. So I was really just a, a roadie for the day, I felt like, you know, but very essential roadie. <laughs> Download the Gentle Birth app today for your free seven-day trial from the App Store or Google Play. Interesting question I'd like to, to pose to all of my guests is that if you were to give some advice to your younger self, getting ready to welcome your first baby into your family, what, what kind of advice would you give yourself? I think definitely be prepared. So do a workshop because it's impossible 
to look at all of the options and figure out which ones are best for you. Whereas I think with a workshop, we did the Genetbear workshop and it just gave us a lot of the options. And so therefore we were able to pick what we wanted to go through it. And then just the information, because it's factual based, like it's our evidence based, that we were able to trust what was being said. And it gave me a role in the whole process, whereas I thought I'd be just holding Mary's hand or be a shoulder for her to lean on giving me the tips about like be ready with the TENS machine, have the pool ready, looking at the essential oils, the laughter, the dancing, all these different things that it was able to give me. I really felt like I could prepare for the day as well. And I didn't wait for Mary to be telling me, oh, look, this is what I want. I, I knew how to look at certain signs and the acupressure points that they mentioned in the course. That was that was great as well, because that was easy for me to practice, to know where the spot was and then know on the day then where we did it. And so and um, I'd definitely say when a big event like this is coming up, you really need to be prepared and you want evidence based information. So do a workshop and gentle birth is definitely the one I found was amazing and obviously because you can't do it all on your own i'd say make sure you get a doula <laughs> because the doula was essential for me to enjoy that whole experience those two experiences would have been so different without the doula oftentimes parents are planning a home birth there's questions about well do i really need a doula if i have my midwife there so did you find that extra support was was important to you oh god amazing support oh I, like yeah, I definitely couldn't have done it without. Like Gwen was able to be there to support me and Mary, whereas the midwife was there to support, I suppose, the birth of the baby. You know, so she was able to help me with the pool. And so like I was some one stage, I was in the pool with Mary, which was really nice experience. And so it meant then Gwen was able to run around and do all the other bits and pieces, like get food. She was able to look after Mary when I was sleeping, you know. And so for the first birth, it went on so long. If I hadn't got the first few hours of sleep on the Wednesday evening, uh, or the Thursday morning, sorry, I wouldn't have been any help by Thursday evening. And so that that in itself was just amazing for me to have that support. And Mary enjoyed it as well. Like the doula didn't get in the way. She was very much there on the sidelines, but offered advice, jumped in when I wasn't thinking of certain things. And yeah, I'd definitely recommend a doula. I can't, I can't yeah, if you can afford one, definitely consider one. Moving on to the, the postpartum, when you're getting ready to have your baby, where there's so much focus on just getting through labor, and we tend to forget that there is this huge tr transition that you're about to go through in not just, you know, physically, you know, you're welcoming this baby into your home when you've got a car seat and all the baby stuff, but it's a huge transition in your relationship as well with your partner and breastfeeding. Talk to us a little bit about, I guess, some tips for dads to support mom in the postpartum period when you've had your baby and either you're at home in your bed after your home birth or you've just come home from the hospital. Did you find that really an intense time? Tell us a little bit about your experiences of, of that postpartum period. Yeah, and well, that's something that I suppose you don't realise it till you actually live it. And the postpartum for us on the first one, when we came back from the hospital with Sive, my family had come around and tidied up the house and everything for us so that when we came in, and we were only in the hospital for uh, what were we there for about six hours. And but in those six hours, they were able to have everything organised. They had dinner for us and. That was amazing support for us. But then they, they disappeared. They saw they saw Sive hung around for maybe half an hour. And then they just let us be ourselves in our own home. 
And that was lovely. And the doula was still there. And so she was offering Mary support and making sure she was okay. And she just gave us tips on how to have the baby in the house because, yeah, we just weren't really prepared for it. As excited we were about doing the whole baby thing we just didn't realize that yet when the baby arrives that's she's here and the, i suppose the family are essential support but you need also the family to know the boundaries of stepping in and stepping out and we were so lucky to have that and i was off work i could only take a week off work and so afterwards mary was able to call on family and friends to support her while i was at work a friend came down and she stayed for a week with us. And so she cooked dinners while I was at work. Um, the midwife, she called around and was offering breastfeeding support to Mary and giving her some advice and tips. Because again, it's not the simple, I suppose, latch on sometimes. And it, it wasn't like that for Sive. So the midwife was great support there and the doula was able to give us advice. And even when she went home, she was checking in. And it was just amazing. So definitely, yeah, for postpartum, it's, it is the reality of, you've now a new baby in the house and you really need to have supports in place. So having dinners ready, I did that for the second time round. We had meals ready. We had friends calling in with food um, rather than clothing. And we had all kinds of stuff, baby clothing, actually, I should say. They weren't buying clothes for us. But uh, yeah, yeah, definitely postpartum is something that you need to put as much effort into considering what that is, I think, as much as what the birth process is. Right. Thanks for that, David, because I think it's it's an important aspect. I know even my own experience uh, you know, 15 years ago with Jack, there was a there was a huge shock to the system of, OK, this baby is here now and I'm trying to, to really adjust in uh, as quickly as you can to this new little being that has your washing machine running 24 hours a day and 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 you're not sleeping and i think any extra support that you can have in the postpartum period whether it's you know get yourself a postpartum doula have support from your partner if they can take more time off i think it's really fantastic just to help everybody really adjust and and settle in because it's it's the biggest transition of your your adult life i don't think we put enough focus on the postpartum as we do as as the birth preparation yeah yeah and i know it's a whole conversation on its own but like even for the breastfeeding support that we had to consider because mary was trying to i suppose develop that attachment with the baby that like that in itself takes hours and you don't realize it until you actually have to participate in it and so that i think you know to give to give the new mother uh, the time to enjoy that or time to focus on that is great rather than her worrying about having to cook dinners or tidy the house and and I think as well for for those moms who are breastfeeding, what advice would you give to the partners or the dads who really want to be involved but maybe aren't involved in the feeding aspect? So how how did you bond with your with your babies? Well, I suppose I did when Mary was having a shower. I we did a lot of the attachments. Um, like I kept Sive in a sling as long as possible, uh, so that she enjoyed and Aaron, I suppose the, the two of them were the same. And so I was able to do certain things like basic cooking around the house, um, and with them in my arms. And so Mary could have a shower or she could have a little nap while she was doing that. I was able to do some meal cooking so that Mary didn't have to be worrying about that. And I, I suppose I made sure that Mary was able to get some food for herself because the breastfeeding takes a lot of energy out of of her so like we were trying to make sure i suppose my job was to feed mary and make sure she gets some rest 
uh, because she was feeding throughout the night. I was sleeping. And then I just made sure that in the morning then she would have easy access to food or something. So I'd be getting up before going to work and making sure that she has hot waters and our tea and coffee. Well, she wasn't drinking coffee, but she'd have the, the hot drinks and some snacks beside the bed so that if the baby was feeding for a couple of hours that she'd be able to relax there and not worry about having to do any of that and we really just geared the house towards this is the baby's home now and so we have to make sure Mary can do as much as she can for the baby without having to put too much effort into her herself and so yeah so dads definitely have meals ready feed the mother so that she can feed the baby I think that's the the key phrase there Thanks so much for joining us today, David. Great tips for all birth partners getting ready to welcome their new babies into their families. Did you want to mention a website, talk about your wife's business and and give a shout out maybe to your home birth midwife? Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, we had two home birth midwives, so Mary Cronin and Elmarie Coleman. They were absolutely brilliant. And so anybody that's interested in Cork, they have a website, Cork and Kerry Home Birth Midwives. Mary's business, she, after the baby, Mary got really involved in the birth world and so she now has a doula business so doula care ireland has a doula care.ie if anybody's interested and she also has the birthing mamas one which she started off many years ago and she does the gentle bear classes as well so that's anybody that's interested there yeah essential oils she does her own essential oil blend still thanks again david for uh, sharing lots of great tips and information and hopefully reassuring for uh, for all those dads to be that are listening in great no problem i'm glad you asked me tracy Thanks, David. No problem. Bye.